We're going to be going to uh, the book of Luke's gospel this evening, and um, uh, we're going to read one passage of scripture to get started in Luke chapter 12 and verse 39. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. This is what he reads like. But know this. But know this. Jesus said, this is something I want you to know. I want you to get this uh, in your spirit. Know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Hallelujah. If you know beyond certainty that uh, at, uh, at, and we're a few minutes before 7 o'clock right now, if you knew by certainty that somebody was fixing to bust into your home at 7 o'clock, you probably wouldn't be standing here waiting for this preacher to quit preaching. Amen. Hallelujah. I wouldn't. I'd throw this mic over to Ronnie and say, take over, I'm gone. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus said, if you knew what hour that the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Let's pray. Father, as we come tonight, we thank you and we praise you again for such a beautiful presence and spirit of the Lord that we have experienced so far. And now I'm asking God that you will help us tonight deliver the message that you have laid upon my heart. Speak to us all. By the blessed holy name of Jesus, let the church say, God bless you and you can be seated. Hallelujah. I want to speak to you this evening on a subject titled, Intruder in the House. Intruder in the House. Now I realize that looks a lot like, like Brother Kyle back there, but don't be calling the law on him. <laughs> Intruder in the House. According to the FBI, a burglary, now listen to this. When I uh, looked this up and did a little research, I knew it was bad, but I didn't realize it was this bad. But according, this is according to the FBI files. A burglary occurs somewhere in the United States every 15.4 seconds. A burglary happens somewhere in the United States every 15.4 seconds. Wow. We've been here about an hour so far. Think about how many burglaries has happened just since we've been here. Think about that. And over recent years, the burglars do not care if owners are at home or not. A burglary that occurs while people are at home is now called a home invasion. And we have just as many as those, it seems like, anymore. Although the threat of intruders in your home is a serious matter, and yes, it is a serious matter, I need to warn you of a far serious matter, of a serious threat, the intruder that has invaded your heart, your family, and your church. That's what I want us to consider tonight. The intruder that has snuck in to your heart, your family, 
and your church. When these spiritual intruders, I call them, invade our lives, they steal everything valuable and leave the house torn up and spiritually damaged or even dead. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of another scripture that Jesus said, that the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. And I believe tonight that the devil is on a rampage because he knows he don't have but a little time left. Hallelujah. Amen. He is roaming around seeking whom he may devour. Hallelujah. He's not out for your good. He's not to do you better. He's out to do you harm. He hates you because you was created in the image of God. And he would do anything to take you down and to take you out. Oh, hallelujah. But I'm glad tonight I come to tell you, hallelujah, that he who is in you is greater than he that's within the world. Hallelujah. Oh, mighty Lord, come out and help me now. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And the word also says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I've seen it in my own life far too many times. The devil has formed weapons to come against me amen and to try to take me down and to take me out but I'm still here devil glory to God I'm still claiming the name of Jesus I'm still preaching the gospel I'm still praying in his name hallelujah glory all the wickedness that we see in the world today and the atrocities uh, that are committed, it seems like people don't have a heart no more. It seems like people don't care for anything. They don't have no respect for human life. They don't have no respect for anything. I'm telling you, folks, the only, in my view, The only reason the increase of the hideous crimes, amen, that's going on in this world today, there is a great influx of demon spirits that has taken control of minds and bodies. Hallelujah. When I heard, amen, some time back about a mom putting her own baby into a microwave and cutting it on. Let me tell you something. That woman had to be demon-possessed. Hallelujah. I don't want to hear this stuff where they're crazy and lost their mind. I want to know the devil has got their mind. He is working his will. The problem is they have yielded to the devil and let the devil have his way so much that sooner or later he takes control and you you just become a puppet and all he does is move the strings. Intruder in the house. I don't want the devil, no part of him in my life. I don't want the devil in my mind. Now, the way that you can keep them doing that is you, we, need, we need to guard what we allow to go into our mind. Hello. 
We need to guard what we allow our ears to hear. Come on, somebody. We need to guard some of these things the devil's done whispered in some of Christians' people's mind, saying it ain't no harm to listen to this. It ain't no harm to play around with this. Let me tell you something. The devil is just getting a little bit of hold, a little bit of more hold, and before you know it, he's got you so wrapped up and tied up, you don't know which end's up and which end's down. There's an tr intruder in the house, and he's invaded our hearts. He's invaded our families, and he's invaded the church. In a lot of aspects, and I'm going to talk about those things briefly this evening. I want to first talk about the intruder's desire for you. His desire for you. The intruder is not there to help you or benefit you in any way. Hallelujah. The old devil, he's like a slick talking salesman. Hallelujah. Now, years ago, when Sister Darlene and I was younger, I didn't have a whole lot of common sense. And one of the reasons why I got so tied up, amen, and wrapped up a lot of times in financial difficulties, I was a sucker for every salesman that knocked on my door. I believe they had my house marked. Get over there. You can talk that guy into buying and signing papers for anything. Get in there and get to talking, and before you know it, you done sign, signed up and paid a thousand dollars for a vacuum cleaner you could go down to Walmart and get for forty nine ninety five. Oh, but this is so much better. Let me tell you something. I work, I worked for State Stove for thirteen years. We built hot water heaters, and those heaters ran down the line, and we run so many thousand. For Sears and Roebuck, and had one guy in one place, his job was slapping those Sears, uh, Sears and Roebuck uh, tags on there. All of a sudden, we would stop after we get the order filled. That guy, uh, the, the big box he worked out of was on rollers. He'd roll Sears out, and he'd roll up Kmart. Holler down the line, crank up the line. Started running those heaters again. No difference at all in the water heaters, but only change was that guy's putting that Kmart stickers on there. And you go to Sears and Roebuck and buy one, amen, and, and, and pay, uh, you know, two or $300, go to Kmart and get one for $49.95, the same heater. That's when I learned something, and I didn't listen to all these salesmen coming along. Well, the devil... He's just like that. He's a slick talker. I mean, he can get you all tangled up quicker. Amen. And you can say goose. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have to be careful because the devil, amen, has a desire for you individually. He's not there to help you, to benefit you. He wants to harm you to sift out all the good things God has placed in your life and called you for. Hallelujah. Let's look at Luke chapter 22, beginning at verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, 
Behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Think about that. <clears throat> but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Now, Simon, everybody knows we're talking about Peter. He was a man used to God uh, uh, very, very strongly in the early days of the church. But uh, Peter had to get control of some things in his life. And he told him here as he was talking to him, he said, the devil, Satan, has desired you. The devil is wanting to intrude into your heart and intrude into your life, and that purpose is that he can sift you as wheat. Now, they used to sift the wheat to separate the kernel from the chaff. The chaff didn't have any value. The kernel was the good part. When the intruder invades your heart, he sifts and separates, and when he leaves, all you got left is chaff because he has taken the kernel, amen, and the good seed of your life, and you're nothing left but a shell. That's the work of the intruder when the devil moves in your life. I've seen too many people in that type of shape. You know, it's one thing when you go and visit somebody who is, who is sick and got a bad physical illness and uh, they're going through a lot of, lot of things. But I'm going to tell you something. I believe that it's far worse than a physical sickness, and that's a spiritual sickness because I've also seen people, amen, who have been sifted by the devil. They have given in and given in to the intruder in their life See, they, at one time they had a good gift. They had a talent. Amen. They had something valuable. Amen. They could have done wonders for God and in the kingdom of God. But the devil come in, the intruder come in, and he begin to sift them. And even as you look at them and you talk to them, I can still see the eyes of some people I've talked to. They just uh, have a hollow gaze. Amen. It's just like they're just nothing but a shell because the devil has done taken everything of value. The devil has done stole everything. My Lord, hallelujah, we need to watch out for the enemy because if he can take you out, he's going to take you out. But remember what I told you a while ago. You got, you got everything you need to defeat him right now. If you're a child of God, you're filled with the Holy Ghost of God. You got everything. And I quoted the verse a while ago. Greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so we don't have to let the devil get a hold of us and sift us like that and take everything away. Hallelujah. God has got a purpose for our life. He's got a design for our life. Amen. And church, we need to guard the precious things that God has given us. Hallelujah. Don't play around with the enemy. He's smarter than what you think. He's smarter than what you think. Don't try to outwit the devil. 
on your own. Don't try to fight him on your own. Hallelujah. When I come against the enemy, I do not come against him in my strength, in my power, in my authority. I always come in the strength and the power and the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the weapons that God has given us that are our disposal. Hallelujah. Amen. I have told this story many times because it made such an impact on my life. And uh, there, well, I know there are uh, some that are here tonight that was in that Sunday night service many, many, many years back that this took place in. I was still, I was a young man in the ministry, wasn't pastoring. I was preaching for Brother Hill at the time. <coughs> and this lady, she, she came. For prayer, it didn't take very long that you could see that there was a, a spirit uh, inside her. She was possessed. This was a small lady. She wouldn't she wouldn't uh, have weighed 98 pounds, soaking wet. And the devil began to tear her and to twist her into all kind of forms and shapes. And there were some other sisters there uh, that... Uh, had quite a bit of weight on her, trying to say that nicely, and uh, trying to hold her down to keep her from hurting herself. And they were throwing those others. She was throwing them others around like they were just dish rags. And uh, when I, I looked at her, I said, Devil, I command you to come out of her. Her eyes came open, and a masculine voice come out and says, No. I cut a trail and got around back up on the stage and got behind the pulpit. Scared the living daylights out of me because that's the first time I've had ever experienced that. I've experienced it quite often since then. That was my first occasion. The Lord got a hold of me. He spoke to me. He says, why are you running from the enemy? There was a Bible laying on that, on that uh, pulpit. I picked it up, went back around. I held it over, and I said, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ spilt for this lady of Calvary. Devil, I command you to come out and leave her from this hour on. The devil come out. Listen, the devil didn't care about me, but he had to move when what was in me come forth. Come on. And it's the same way for you. If you're, the child, if you're a child of God, filled with God's spirit. You don't have to be a preacher to have. If you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got the same power. Hallelujah. You've got that same power. Amen. So that's the intruder's desire for you. But number two, I want to talk about the intruder's desire for your family. I've never seen an hour where the devil is trying to tear up homes and families like he's doing today. And he's doing it a different way uh, than he has in years past. But nevertheless, he is, he's trying different tactics, but he is still doing that. Uh, because, you know, our families of this nation is linked with our, within our, with, uh, uh, with our nation. As the families go, so the nation will go. Amen. As the families go in America, so will the nation go. Hallelujah. Amen. God ordained families. Hallelujah. And it was God's will for the family to be here and to function, and there is a purpose. And so the devil hates the family, and so there are intruders, amen, desired 
to come into your family. When the intruder invades your family, he splits and divides the home, turning everyone against the other. He does this to see the family fall because he knows that any house divided against itself can't stand. <coughs> we need to pray for the families of this nation. Luke chapter 12, verse 52. For from now on, five in one house will be divided. Three against two and two against three. Father will be divided against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. My Lord. Somebody asked me, I told you this morning, I was talking about my some uh, some uh, things that I've had being a school bus driver. And uh, I've had somebody, some people sometimes says, how in the world can you put up and, and you can keep control when you've got um, uh, kids, you know, cussing you to your face? I mean, I, I have literally... I have literally had second graders jump off my bus, look back at me, look back up to me, and I can't repeat what they called me behind the pulpit. Amen. Second graders? Now you realize they had to learn that from somewhere. And the sad truth is it's coming from home. Hallelujah. It's coming from home. And so this per oh, one person asked me one time, how in the world can you, uh, uh, what do you think about that, you know, being cursed and, and all that stuff? I said, well, I got to say it really bothered me at first, but I have seen children look at their mom who come to the school and call their mom's worst thing than they called me. Now, I don't understand that. I'm from a different era. I'm old school. See that pretty white wall right over there? If my, if my mom or my daddy called me and I didn't, I, I don't, you forget about the cursing part. But if I just said what, and I didn't say yes, sir, yes, ma'am, there'd be a hole right there in the middle of that white. And guess what? That hole would fit my head perfectly. I'm telling you the truth with my hand raised. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Something has gone drastically wrong in this nation. And I will say this. And especially to those who's watching by internet, because I know we've probably got more watching by internet than we are, amen, uh, that is here tonight. But let me tell you something, young mother, amen, or young father who thinks you need to be a buddy and a friend to your young child. Your young child don't need you to be a buddy to you. They need you to be a mom and a dad. I'm, I'm not talking about abuse. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about something unreasonable. 
I'm just talking about if you really love your children, you're going to correct them. Because you know, guess what? God loves you, and he will correct you. Now, I didn't like it when I would hear my daddy as a boy say, come on, boy, to the back room. I didn't want to hear that, but I'm going to tell you something. You don't want to never get called to the woodshed by God. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> you don't want to get called to the woodshed by God. But you know what God does when he does it? He does it for correction, not to stamp you out and destroy you, but because he loves you. Hallelujah. So, getting back, talking about the family and divisions in the family. Matthew 12 and 25. But when Jesus knew their thoughts, he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. We're seeing homes and families divided, and because of that, many of them are crumbling and going under. Hallelujah. And God's design for every family, amen, is not two dads and a child or not two moms and a child, but a dad and a mom. Because for a child, amen, to get everything they need, they need both of them, not two of them. Hallelujah. And let me say one more time so you understand what I'm meaning here. When God created, hallelujah, he created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's a truth anyhow. <laughs> it's a truth anyhow. Praise God. So the truder has got a desire for your family. He wants to see your family torn apart. He will do things that will bring torment to your home. Amen. And trouble and strife to your home. But I'm here to tell you, you need to claim the blood of Jesus for your family just like you do for your own life. You need to claim the blood of Jesus. And if the devil is trying to come in then intrude to your house, Walk, you need to walk through that house with a bottle of oil and I'd just dump it on everything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, but Brother Sammy, you don't know how many devils. Well, praise God, use some 10W30 if you have to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> that kind of reminded me. I used, I used to work with a brother. He was a, uh, uh, he was a, uh, a black brother and he was a, uh, a Methodist. He, he was a... Uh, Methodist brother, and we were talking about some uh, around with some other drivers one day, and um, I, saw, I said, uh, "I said, brother, I said, I believe we need to bring a bottle of oil and anoint some of these folks around here." Sound like to me? He looked at me. He says, "He says, Rev, he says, I think we need to bring the ten W forty and a whole fifty five gallon barrel and just dump them in it." <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Praise the Lord. But um, if you want your family to survive, take charge. Take charge. Amen. And because you don't want the devil to intrude your family. Third and finally, the intruder's desire for your church. We see the enemy working in churches across this country. Uh, I, I heard something not long ago on the radio that it made it so hard to believe. Uh, but uh, the several thousand of churches of all, of, of all different denominations closed their door every year 
in this country for one reason or another. I mean, this beautiful place that we have here. I mean, you know, the people built this place in 2005, and they wouldn't hear in no time that something happened. I don't know what it was, but there was a split. I don't like to see no church split. It don't matter if they're the same denomination to me or not. I don't like to see a church because I don't want the devil to win at nothing. Hallelujah. I don't want the enemy to win at nothing. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we need to be concerned because the devil has got a desire for the churches in this nation. When the intruder invades your church, his desire is to stop, slow down, and hinder the salvation of souls and the move of the Spirit of God in the midst. Hallelujah. That's what the devil wants. The devil don't want to see the anointing of God flowing in a congregation. Amen. And you know what? Amen. That is happening more and more. You can go, I mean, it don't matter. Pentecostal churches are just like the rest of them. Amen. You don't feel no spirit. There's no move of the Holy Ghost. Amen. They got everything so programmed that the Holy Ghost couldn't even come in because he's not on the program. <coughs> My Lord. We, I understand this more today than ever before. You do not need to hear from me. You need to hear from God. What I got to say cannot help you if there's something going on in your life. But God knows what you need. And if I do what I'm supposed to do, the Spirit of God is able to use me, amen, to where I can be his mouthpiece, amen, to give you what you need. And it don't even have to come from me. I've been in the house of God where I was going through something and some old saint of God would give up and give a testimony and something would ignite my heart, amen, and lift me up and encourage me and it didn't come from the pulpit. That's why the Bible tells us not to quench the Spirit of God. If God speaks to you, you ought to obey God. gives you direction, you need to follow that direction. Hallelujah. One way that, uh, amen, the intruder works against the church, he gets in to where he gets people to uh, uh, come against uh, the leadership and what God has ordained. I want you to read uh, with me Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 17. Listen to that. Obey those who have rule over you and be submissive. For they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do it with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Now, those, we've got to learn, church, we've got to learn to be submissive. And let me say this. I firmly believe, and you know I, you know I believe this. I've said it many times. I believe every pastor needs a pastor. Hallelujah. And mine has called me. There's been times he called me in the past and given me advice that I need to do this and that. And I believe him to be a man of God, and I listen to what he says. Hallelujah. I try to keep myself under, because I trust the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, we, we are not lifting up an honor in man 
We're lifting, we're honoring the positions that God has placed in his body. Hallelujah. God has put the five-fold ministry in the church to equip the church. Hallelujah. Amen. And we, we need to be submissive to that ministry because God knows that we got to have it. God knows that we got to have it. Hallelujah. And then another way, amen, that the intruder invades the church, he creates a divisive spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1, 2, and 3. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. The Holy Ghost can't move when there's a bunch of feuding and fighting going on in the house of God. Amen. We want the Spirit of God to move. I just got through telling you, you don't need to hear from me. You need to hear from God. But if we are battling and fighting against ourselves, the Spirit of God can't move. There's got to be unity in the body of Christ. And here comes the intruder to try to create a divisive spirit to get one against the other, to get somebody wanting to go down one trail and another down the other trail. Amen. I had a brother talk to me one time, and uh, he, uh, he recently had to change churches because his church split. And uh, it was crazy. They, they, they just built a brand new building, brand spanking new building. And they were ordering the pews. And... One group in the church wanted to get these pews that I, I looked because I didn't, I didn't remember if we had them on ours or not. We don't. But one of them wanted these pews that had little crosses on the end of all of them. Another group in the church didn't want it. And they got mad. The church split up, and there sat another brand-new church building with no worshipers. Hallelujah. We can get ourselves tangled up in the most stupidest stuff that I've ever seen in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we can get ourselves all tangled up. And I know what it is. I know who it is. It's the work of the enemy. It's the intruder done come in. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful to God. There's a few things. I realize that we're not, we're not the biggest church on the block by, by, by no means. We've got a small number, but there's always been two things I've been thankful about of our congregation because we've had visitor after visitor come in, and they say you can feel the love and the unity in this place. And that's why the anointing of God flows here like it does. It ain't because I'm the best preacher since Moses, hallelujah, but it's because there's love and unity Hallelujah. Glory to God. We got, we got to watch out and realize when the devil is trying to come in with some kind of divisive spirit, amen, to be aware of what he's doing and be like Barney Fire. Nip it, nip it, nip it. Where are you going to nip it? <laughs> oh, glory. We got some folks who know Barney Fire better than the word. 
but it's the truth in hell. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, <coughs> in closing tonight, we got to be careful about the intruders. And the devil's got plenty of them because when the devil fell from heaven, he took one-third of the stars of heaven with him, and all of them became those evil spirits, and they're running rampant today. Let me, let me end on a good note to give you encouragement. I know the devil's got all of those that fell, uh, had fallen with him, but remember, the angels of God still got them outnumbered two to one. Hallelujah.